Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. <laughs> Today we're talking about uh, which tourist destinations are actually worth it here in Berlin slash Germany. Because I know everyone looks up where to go when you go traveling somewhere and not everywhere is actually worth it. Yeah, there's those, that standard list of things that people tell you you have to see. But are they actually worth your time? And does Alex move his chair during recording? <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> So we'll find out if those tourist destinations are worth it and give you some alternatives if maybe they're uh, a little bit uh, poopy. And I will stay seated in my chair. All right, and let's go. And welcome back again. Again. Yes, we, yes. we took a long break. We came back for a second and then we said, choose. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Uh, right after we got back, uh, I had a bad stomach virus, so I had to take a week off immediately back from our vacation. Right. I had to take another vacation. A little Anyways, hiatus and then we came back and then a little hiatus again. Right. So, uh, but yeah, we're, 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 we're back back. Hopefully now we're both feeling pretty healthy. It is episode 116. It is. Hello. And I am sweaty. Me too, actually. I just realized it. Yeah. Yeah, it's gross. It, it's a warm day. It, it's a weird day where it's actually getting hotter in the evening. You know what I mean? Usually it's like hot during the day and it like cools it's, down. It's honestly, getting hotter. It's, it's just been all over the place recently. It's, it's just been so humid and hot and just gross. And sticky. And sticky. It's just it's just no, no bueno. No, nobody And the that. sun's going down to like 830. Yeah, which is fine. It's just more like when it gets to like four, then I just want to cry. But yeah. Yeah, I'll, I can handle the 830, but uh, but anyways, we are back. We got ourselves a juicy episode today, but first, you know, we got some, you know, news and tidbits and uh, what have you to get through, right? We do. We, we don't have uh, much, but we do. Uh, first thing is, if case everybody uh, who is living in Germany has forgotten, um, the nine-year-old ticket is now donezo. Well, it not, is I mean, September. until the end of August, we're good. Right, but the time this comes out, it'll be September. Oh, true. Or will it? Ooh, yeah, it might be. Yeah. Or the last day of... Uh, or the last day of August, actually. Yeah. But Whatever. It, but it's it, ending at the end of August. When you hear this, possi- be aware. possibly tomorrow, your ticket is no longer valid. Yes, exactly. So you'll have to spend, you know, full prices for things again. Which, will be, honestly, like, I've gotten pretty accustomed to it. I mean, really, I mean, how many times have we just hopped on a train? Don't even have to think about it anymore. You just, you know you have a ticket. And I, I um, love being able to show my uh, my Berlin monthly ticket in dresden yeah and anywhere yeah so cool yeah yeah i mean it it was a great system great price it helped people travel like when when traveling in gas and everything was getting really expensive you know it was actually very successful as well um there were less cars on the roads which is great for the environment yeah they they sold smog tens of millions of these things too yeah yeah they they sold a lot people using trains more often people are traveling around germany more which is also really cool for tourism so yeah, it, that it spreads was, the dollars, right? I mean, it helped us spread dollars, uh, you know, in Brandenburg and in Swiss Saxony, and, you know. Yeah, like, exactly. So uh, I hope it'll come back. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, currently the transportation minister in Germany is—he's like very stern, like steadfast in the fact he's like, he's like, guys, this isn't coming back. He's like, you know how much money we've lost, you know, like how expensive trains are, you know. And he's like, he's like, we cannot. Con- he's like, money doesn't just grow on trees. We'll have to take a few months try to find some way to make it come back. But I think for the foreseeable future, we're going to be back at normal prices, which is going to be, it's going to be painful, but you know. It is, but you know, like, I, I don't mind spending full price sometimes. But when I spend full price and the trains are late more often than not, I get a little frustrated. God, the past year or two, 
Yeah, German trains have. Um, I, they're, there's they're, they got to do a whole reorganization because the, like they they've really just gotten worse and worse in terms of just like I mean, how many times have you gotten on a on a train and then like whoops, there's a problem on the tracks or whoops, like delay or whoops, like we have to sit on the train for twenty minutes before it goes. We don't like, have any staff. It, it, yeah, I don't know if the nine year old tech has affected it, but it definitely has been a little more um, all over the place recently. I know the Deutsche Bahn is not known for being super on time generally. But I've had most of my worst experiences in the past three months with nine-year-old ticket. Yeah, and I'm assuming that they've they've obviously noticed this. They've heard the complaints. So I'm hoping in the next year or so, they hire more staff or they do whatever they got to do to like get things back to normal. I'm going to press the big uh, doubt button right there <laughs> okay. on the table. But I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I do love Deutsche Bahn. I do love taking trains. But uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, but yeah, hopefully maybe early next year, they'll have a solution and there'll be a cheap universal ticket again that you can just use all over germany because it was really nice to just not have to think about anything and it was, just it was hop super on a sweet i loved it really nice um speaking of being really nice uh special thank you to john for uh, a recent donation super, thank you john super nice john um and uh thank you to everyone who gives us donations they absolutely help us to keep going as we are a non-profit podcast uh if you feel so inclined just head to the bottom of any page on our website and there is a little uh, PayPal donation button. donation button there. So um, if you're so inclined, if not, continue to listen for free because this is a free podcast. It is a free podcast. We do not charge. No. We tried, but they just don't let me do that. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, But anyways, how, how have you been the past uh, two weeks? I actually have not seen you that much because I've been stuck at home. But yeah. I know. It's weird. Uh, no, good. Um, last weekend, um, a bunch of us went to... Bobby's parents' place. And who is Bobby for our listeners? My girlfriend's parents' place. Yeah. Um, about, you know, two, three hours away from Berlin in East Germany um, for our buddy's birthday because he's like, oh, no, I'm turning for Misha's birthday. He's turning 37. Her birthday, Misha. Mm. Uh, and he's, he's like, I think he wants people to know that he's turning 37. It's 37. Right? Yeah, 37. And uh, he's Ooh, like, yeah. yeah. You better know if you have the right, because yeah, if he's actually 36, then... He's definitely not 36. I don't know that much. <laughs> I love that. Not, definitely, definitely not. Definitely not 36. Um, so we went to um, my girlfriend's parents' place for the weekend on Saturday at his piano night, which is pretty big in that area. And it was really fun. It was a good, it was a good time. Uh, I took the train there. Missed one train because one was late. And on the way back, almost the train because one was late. It was just a huge shit show of trains. Oh, but I heard that, yeah. It was fun. And it's always nice to get out of the city for a bit and uh, hang out with her parents and aunt and uncle. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. I slept in a tent because their house was full, full. So we slept in this really, oh, nice. Kind of really nice tent, though. Like, I had a little, uh, little like patio area. We could stand oh. up straight and get changed. So you have to like punch down. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was, it was oh, nice oh, that is nice to be able to not be hunched over or like on your back when you're like trying to just yeah, put exactly. your pants on or whatever. Uh, yeah, so that was a pretty nice weekend. Had a big grill on Friday. Yeah, it was a good time. Nice. Yeah, I was. I would ask how you are, but I know I was you supposed just, to join. You're pooping out of both ends. Weekend, but yeah, I, I had to stay home. It sucked. Yeah. Like I, I had two full weekends of knowing all my friends are going out doing fun things and I was stuck at home. Yeah. For, yeah. For like for 10 days, I had this really bad stomach flu that just like knocked me on my ass. So I, I just, yeah, it was, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. It was awful. But I'm happy uh, you're back. And yeah. Look, you're looking spry. Yeah. yeah it, like it, it was, it was really slow. Like healing process getting my stomach back to normal i've so. never really heard of a stomach bug lasting for more than like 
three to four days. Yeah, usually it usually does. But like it said, like in rare cases or, you know, in some cases it can go to like a week or 10 days, whatever. And, I, and I, of course, that's what you got. That's what I got. So uh, anyways, that's why we weren't here, as we mentioned before. But yeah, I had my first beer in two weeks yesterday. So I'm officially back. You're back. I'm back. We're back. We're and recording. And uh, this will be my first uh, whiskey in are, two weeks. Yeah, are, you, are you ready for some? We're going to find out for some whiskey. <laughs> Let's see how this goes. Yeah. Um, today we are drinking. I don't know what's called. Benri Benriach 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 or Benriach Benriach. <laughs> uh, the original ten, Speyside single malt Scotch whiskey, three cask matured for ten years. Jeff. Ooh, solid. In bourbon casks, sherry casks, and virgin oak. So that was put, that was put into that uh, cask in uh, 2012. So I was a, I was a fresh, fresh German baby then. I did only in Germany a year. I mean, we don't know when it was bottled. It could have been bottled in 2012, and it was eight since 2002. That is the truth, actually. Yeah, hmm, it doesn't doesn't necessarily bottled this year. Exactly. Ooh, that was a well, the truth bomb. You right. Just, that was a truth grenade you just threw in my brain. And you might like this because it says smoke. It has a smoke level on it, which is kind of cool. I like that. So there's a lot of tasting notes on here. Smoke on level. the bottle, which I like, is all out tasting of like notes. Ten or what? Uh, no, out of words. <laughs> <laughs> It should be out of 10 or something because it's a level. But the smoke level is trace. There's trace amounts of smoke. Mm. Is that why Buffalo Trace is called Buffalo Trace? Because there's trace amount of smoke? Uh, I don't know. That's something I will... Somebody, actually, somebody else look it up. That's something you'll forget to Google later. Yeah, but yeah, interesting. It's a, um, it's a trace amount of smoke. Interesting. But, yeah, and it has, yes, it's cool. It says, um, for the nose, or, uh, orchard fruit, honey, and toasted oak. And for the palate... Ripe pear, nectarine, malt sweetness, almond, and spiced vanilla. I want to try this. That sounds. I mean, I don't it know. If, sound really I don't good. know if any of that's bullshit, but if it if it actually tastes like that, that sounds great. Let's let's, let's cool. Let's pop it. Pop it. Ooh, that was a good one. That was a good one. I think it's always really good ones when you have a real cork. Cork. You mean not like a plastic cork? Yeah, plastic like the weird rubber. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. What was that? I didn't need more. Yeah, you know. Okay. You always ask for more in the middle of the episode, so I figured. Mmm. Very nice. Fruity smell. I can smell it as I'm pouring it already. It's not even up to my nose yet. And dare I say a trace of smokiness? Oh my goodness. <laughs> does, does your nose taste orchard fruit, honey, and toasted oak? Does, well, smell it. I, I, I think it's pretty fruity. Tell, the, tell me if I'm, if I'm pulling well, that out the, of the The thing is, though, like, on these tasting notes, like, I don't know what toasted oak smells like. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I couldn't tell you. An orchard fruit? Lots of fruits are grown in orchards. Like plums, peaches. Yeah, but it's... it's, it's pears? It's small. Does it smell fruity to you? It smells like a uh, whiskey to me. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, maybe a bit fruity, actually, yeah. Okay. Cheers. Hey, cheers. That's nice. Mm. Smooth. Ooh, that's good flavor. It is. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm on board, man. Let's, uh... Let's stay on board. Let's we talk find about. out if my stomach's on board, but I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you start hearing something really weird in the background. <laughs> if, I, if I just run out of the room and, and suddenly it's just the Alex show for half an hour, you'll know why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So uh, before we get started, though, please, if you feel so inclined, we would love to have a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. We read them all. We really appreciate them all. But uh, you don't have to. I mean, it's your life. I'm not forcing you. You know, there's. Um, you could go watch season three of Fringe. You could watch season three of Fringe or season three of Friends. Or Friends, yeah. I mean, Fringe, Friends, you know, like, depends what you're in the mood for. 
some like sci-fi craziness or just some like chumminess. You you could Google what type of fruits are orchard fruits if you wanted to instead. True. So there's other things you could do other than give us a five-star but review. If you don't want to do those three things, you, you could give us a five-star review as well. Yeah. It's actually, pretty the, easy. the review actually maybe takes less time than watching a whole episode of something or Googling something and going True. down that rabbit hole. Because you know you're not going to stop there. You're going to Google more things and then you're clicking the other links on Wikipedia and you're going down the other pages. And all of a sudden you're on Michael Phelps foot size and it's 4 a.m and yeah. you know you can't go to work the next day because you haven't slept so. <laughs> uh also uh while you're in your rabbit hole you might stumble upon one of the greatest websites in the world i've heard it's on the grapevine i've heard rumors you know oddly enough when i was at home uh with the stomach flu a guy walked by my garden you know just like and through the window i just heard him the, the murmurings of of the website so you did? Uh, okay yeah yeah, yeah. He, yeah he, was, he was on the phone and he was like suggesting and i just heard age hey, you know, like, again i never yeah. hear it but you it always come by <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what i don't know what the deal is man i just I just, I just attracted i don't know but uh, that website is agdwpodcast.com and a lot of cool content on there the whiskey bottles um which alex will update one of these days. Yeah, well, I tried, but then <laughs> the hosting company was like, you're not doing anything today. So um, I didn't try the day after. <laughs> I'll update it. It'll, it'll, be, updated. it'll be next. It'll be next. But by the time you listen to this, it'll probably be updated. Let's it say that. should hopefully yeah. be updated. Okay. And also check out our Instagram, which is at americans.in.germany.podcast. Uh, we, have, we have extra content on there, you know. Like p- pictures from uh, Alex's trip to his girlfriend's village, a, co- a cool funny sign. Like with a, like a witch on it and stuff, yeah. and like lots of funny stuff just that we see that we just know people back in the states would find funny. Get some pictures about Jeff's, Germany. Jeff's giant biceps. Ooh, I was like, where's that going? Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> they're on there. <laughs> Jeff's giant bicycle wheels. <laughs> giant butt. Okay, so now we, we we have a topic. Let's remind them. What are we talking about today? We're talking about which tourist destinations are actually worth your time because you're traveling. Your time is. Time is money when you're traveling, especially. Like, say you say you only have seven days. The first day and the last day are actually like write-offs because that's the day you land, the day you leave. Right. You're, you know, it's like really, you say if you got seven days, you really got five days to squeeze in all of Berlin or all of Munich or all of wherever you're at. So we're going to mostly focus on Berlin. It's like 90% Berlin. But, but we, have a, we have a few wild cards. Mainstays of the, the German tourist industry, you know, that we'll also mention, so. Yes, so uh, we're going to start with the Berlin city center. I mean, quote unquote, yeah, quote unquote. As much as we say Berlin is not a real city center, there is a district called Mitte, which means Mittel. So it is like the middle of the city, physically, physically, yeah, but not actually for like culture. But but it has, but it say, has culture. It has a lot of the 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 staple tourist landmarks, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yes. But, but, doesn't actually mean that that's the place it's, to be. But it, we'll, it's we'll not, a, it's not a nightlife place. This is a place to see some tourist areas. And right. I'm going to start with the biggest one that every tourist asks me for directions to. And I still don't know why because it's... This one's already not worth I'm saying right now. It's Alexanderplatz. It has a great name. Probably one of the best names ever. But Alexanderplatz is... Um, in itself, the actual Platz is... It's, I mean, if you like a bunch of concrete, it's cool, I guess. Yeah, it's... I mean... it. Like I get why a lot of people end up there because it, it is it has one of the biggest uh, um, pub, public transit stations in in right. Berlin because you have I think three different subway lines intersecting there you have like five different tram lines intersecting there you have S Bahn uh, the uh, above ground regional trains inter- so so a few it, buses go there yeah, as well if you're a tourist in Berlin you're at some point going to go through Alexanderplatz because it's at just, least a transfer. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So, so I get why a lot of people end up there and it is this huge plots. 
And it's like a plaza, like a, like a plaza. But the thing is like a, a lot of European city center plazas, the nice ones, like usually there's a lot of nice cafes with outdoor seating and there's like a big, you know, kind of a fountain and some buskers playing beautiful music. Yeah. And, uh, here it's mostly, um, stores, you know, like it's all um, shopping in a Burger King. I mean, there is a really cool fountain there that I really do like to be honest. Oh, the, the Neptune one. No, not right. that one. Actually, right. that one's more near the TV tower. The other oh, one. Oh, you mean like the East German kind of like blocky yeah. looking one? Next I, I, I really like that fountain. I think it's yeah. kind of cool looking. So that's there. There's a Primark there, I guess, if you want to exploit, you know, Bangladeshi children. But again, it's 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 H and M's. It's shops that you can get anywhere. So I like okay. Actually, let's do a thing. We'll do let's do it from the rest of the episode. Uh, should tourists go to des- destination, Alex? Uh, I would say no, but you're gonna do it anyways. Okay, I'll say no, and but you'll probably end up there even if you don't want to. Um, yeah, it's really not. If you have like, no, it's really not. It's not worth your time. No, the I, actual plots. I, I say on your way through it, just kind of look around for a second, and then continue on to somewhere better. Now, right near Alexanderplatz is a place called Nikolai Viertel. It's about a, I don't know, five, five to minute eight walk. minute walk. Yeah. And this is actually a really cool spot in Berlin, which a lot of tourists probably don't know about. They they stay at Alexanderplatz, but they, they don't, probably don't. They don't walk over there. Yeah, true. And, and Nikolai Viertel is kind of like a small little village within this weird part of the city. Yeah, and it, and and Viertel in German uh, means uh, district. I guess quarter. you could say. Yeah, yeah, quarter. Yeah, quarter. Yeah, um, the Nikolai quarter. Yeah, and Nikolai Viertel is the oldest Viertel in Berlin. Like it, it, it's it's the old kind of oldest kind of like original Viertel in Berlin. So you go over there and it's like, um, you know, churches from a thousand years ago. And, and like, like these, like when you're there, you, f- you feel like you're in what, Germany, what Berlin would have looked like 500 years ago. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. It, it, it's a small area. It's like, really, like really, really, really small, like way smaller than you're even thinking right now. Yeah. But it's definitely worth a visit, I think. And it's right on the river, right on the spree. So yeah. So you can go to the um there's I think the the Georg uh brewery there, and you have a beer right in the spree and with this old little beautiful old town right behind you. It's it's nice. Yeah, it's it's a really cool spot. And uh like I, I go there every once in a while to go to the little beer garden, or whatever. Mm. Um I would say it's definitely worth it to go visit because it's just it's a really special part of the city that I don't think a lot of tourists necessarily know about. Yeah, it's never really rammed because yeah, a lot of people they stick at Alexanderplatz or they go to some of these other areas we talk about. So should tourists go there, Alex? Yeah, hundred percent. And and you'll probably be around that area anyways, and you can stop there for like an hour and you know walk around and you'll have a good have time. Have a beer, have a little schnitzel, and then move on. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah, I also say yes. Yes, definitely worth it. Now, in between those two areas, like literally right next to Alexanderplatz, I guess technically. People consider it in Alexanderplatz, even though it's not, but it's right there, True. is the Fernsehturm, which the, means the TV tower. The TV tower. Now, that's what I want to say. Like, going to Alexanderplatz to see the TV tower is something different than just the Alexanderplatz. The TV tower was or is the tallest building in Germany, Germany yeah. and yeah. was the tallest building in Europe up until like, I don't know, 2008. Yeah, I mean it's actually quite tall. Uh, it's it's roughly the height of the Empire State Building. I think like just a little bit un- under. It's um, about one thousand two hundred feet, which is three hundred and sixty eight meters tall. So it's, it's pretty big. It's it's pretty big, and, and which blew my mind when someone told me that because I've, I've seen the Empire State Building. It's like a marvel. It's huge, right? When you look at it, it's also much thicker because this is a right. TV tower. So it's I mean it's still a big boy, but it's like it's not it's not as uh, yeah, but even even height wise, like I feel like I could like throw a football that high. It doesn't, it doesn't look that high, but I had to imagine that when you're actually like if you could fly, you're next to the actual dome, like the big circle at the top. It's probably enormous. 
but it's so high up it looks smaller to us yeah you know? exactly yeah and and if you don't if you don't live in germany or berlin you might not know but like the fernsehturm the the tv tower it's basically the symbol of berlin i mean yeah. everywhere i mean it's plastered on all the subways the uh, cars it's any postcard here from berlin it's the tv ta- like tv tower is just like it represents the city in, in almost everything, right? Like yeah, it, basically it, that and the Brandenburg Gate. Like exactly, you know, yeah. it was the old uh, TV tower for the DDR for prop- uh, propaganda, uh, radio, whatever. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Now, now let's get to: Is it worth it? Now, I'll be honest. I've never been in the TV tower, so that maybe shows how worth it it is. Like in the ten years I've lived here, I've never gone to the top because it's like 13 or 15 euro just to go up in the elevator, and if you want to go to the restaurant, you have to pay like. A 50 euro fee just for the privilege to be there, be there plus the expensive food. Um, so I never went up just because of the cost. And there are other places you can get a great view. Like there's the um, the Victory Column, which is in Tiergarten Park, yeah. the, the Ziegazoyle, which has a golden angel on top. You get an amazing view of all of Berlin and the Tiergarten there. Um, there is a um, a tower in Potsdamer Platz. Um, which is much cheaper. Well, you can get a 365 degree yeah. view it's, of the city. It's some cafe at the very top. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. So the TV tower, I think it's it's, it's super cool to just see cl- up close because it is kind of a marvel. You mean from, from the ground. Yeah. From the ground, yeah. yeah. Um, but you can see it everywhere in the city. So like you're going to see it no matter what. Yeah. And uh, that's the thing is it helps you find your way. If, if you get lost, you, you literally just look around, see where the TV, okay, and then just like walk in that direction. And, know and your Alexander Platz exactly. is a giant train hub, which is great. Yeah. Um, now I have been up once. I went um, after bowling one night at like 10 in the evening yeah. and half of it was closed. So it was only like five euro or something like that. So like, yeah, screw it. Let's go. Oh, up. nice. Yeah. And we had a beer up there and it, it is, it is pretty cool. It's a, it's a really cool view of the city, but kind of like the Eiffel tower, when you're at the top, you can't see the TV tower cause you're in it. Yeah. And so that kind of ruins the view. Like you want to see the TV tower. It's, it's the, it's the Berlin symbol. Sure. So is it worth going up? Mm, I'd say it depends if you want to have dinner on a spinning, because the, the restaurant well, at the again, top it's spins. It's very expensive, though. Like, it's very expensive. It's very touristy, of course. Um, but it, it is kind of cool. But okay, for, for standard tourists, is it worth it? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say. I would say skip it and get a view from somewhere else that's yeah. much cheaper and, and less lines. I would say, uh, yeah, no, not going in. Yes, to go to the base of it just to see, you know, it's monstrous. Yeah, yeah for, big for, it is. Alexanderplatz, for sure, take that five minutes walk over to it, take a marvel at it. It's awesome. But I would recommend that one building you met, I forget what it's called. But you, if you Google it, you can't miss it. This one building uh, on Potsdamerplatz where you get a 360-degree view of the city by walking around the building at the top level. And I think it has Europe's fastest elevator. It does. I've heard that. And, and I'm pretty sure to go up, it's like 5 to 7 euros. So it's like half price. Yeah. And, and there's a cafe up there which has normal-ish prices. Like, and and yeah. you also have, yeah, like I said, 360-degree view of the city. And so it's kind of like a giant balcony going all the way around, right? Kind of. And there's also all these stories on the wall of people going from east to west and these crazy stories. So nice. as you're up to, you learn a lot of history as well. So I think that is 100% worth going up there. Right. So if you want to just create a view of Berlin, there's other options other than TV Tower. So right. I would say don't waste your time because you, there's also a long line. So Because um, if, if you're up there, you're taking photos, no one knows you're in Berlin because you can't see a TV Tower. That's what you want to hey, see. Berlin's more than a tower. Come on. But when you're up, when you're up so high on that, and Berlin buildings are not very high, you know, they're only six stories high, most of them. So when you're on TV towers, it looks like a bunch of small little Lego bricks. And you really can't see much else. True. It's not like New York where you get this like amazing landscape of skyscrapers because no. yeah, most buildings in Berlin are very short. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, which is great because it, it it keeps the skyline free, you know. So yeah, you, you, I, I'm not a big skyscraper yeah. person anyways. I prefer yeah, yeah. smaller buildings. Um so yeah, I'm gonna say 
yes, to go, you know, go to the bottom of it, maybe walk around a bit, uh, go bowling near it. But uh, not going in, I don't think it's worth going in. Nah, I don't think so. And speaking of, we, we just mentioned Potsdamer Platz, where, yeah. where this, you get this other view. Um, this is also a very um, touristic area that a lot of tourists go, Potsdamer Platz. Now, where is it? It's, um, it's a short walk from the Brandenburg Gate, which we'll get to uh, soon. And it's like right next to uh, Tiergarten Park, which is like the central park of Berlin. Right. It's this area that, um, how do you describe? I mean, has There's like a, a few small skyscrapers. Kind yeah. of. And there's the Sony Center there that has or once had this large movie theater, this Kino and has a lot of uh, restaurants and stuff. Um, it's hmm, it's like I don't really understand why tourists go there. Like I, there, it, there is the oldest um, traffic light functioning traffic light in Berlin. If you're a traffic light aficionado, then absolutely go. <laughs> if you love traffic lights, I mean, it's pretty cool. Look at it, to be honest. But, but, but think about it. Like, off, if top of your head, can you tell me why it's a good idea to go there as a tourist? Mm, besides maybe some historical significance, not really. It's near, it's near some other things that we're going to talk about, but in and of itself. It's, it's pretty boring. There's nothing there. It, I think people go there because, yeah, it has, it's like one of the few places that actually has some tall buildings and, you know, like, and it looks kind of like a downtown-ish it, area, no, you know? It does, but it's not. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't that like the Alexanderplatz of the West, or is that completely off? No, I mean when the when the wall existed, Potsdamerplatz was uh, wasteland. It was like it was just an empty f- oh, it was. field. Yeah, oh, okay. it, was, it was it was nothing. Yeah, so um, so there's nothing there. I mean, I mean there are. I guess okay. So so what's there? There's like um, they have, there's the German Museum of Film and Television is there. Yeah, there's the German replica of like you know um, the Hollywood uh, stars walk of fame, except for German movie stars. They have that there. Um, they have a lot of movie premieres there. Um, but if you're here for a weekend or even a week, you know, is it worth it? <laughs> no, I, I, no. I, I'm really trying to find a reason to go there. Like again, and maybe it's something that you just pass through on your bus tour and just kind of take a look at it for five minutes, but it's not like, worth like spending time there. I haven't been there in ages. Last time I was there was go to the movie theater there, but that's gone for like two, three years now. Yeah. Well, nobody who lives in Berlin Lives in Potsdamer Platz. I like know it, one person who does. Yeah, oh, do you? Yeah, I do. Oh my god! But there's nothing. There, there's no spätis, like convenience stores. There's no really good groceries. Like it's there's, no, there's it, a lot of culture there's there. No soul there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, not really. It's, it's, it's a lot of museum. It's it's really built for tourists. Like yeah, there's not. But there's not. But not well. But not even the good museums are there. I don't know. It's like it's yeah. I, I I'm, I'm gonna say let's just end it. I would say don't go there. Like, nah, it's not worth it. It's really not worth it. Now uh, the next one is Museum Insel. Which means Museum Island, which is in between Alexanderplatz um, and Potsdamerplatz. Like, um, if you're in Alexanderplatz and you're going on your way to Unter den Linden, which is one of the main avenues uh, in Berlin, you're going to cross over this Museum Island, which literally it is an island. It's a little island surrounded by a canal. Yeah. And around the canal, not on the island, you have um, some really nice parks. We're in the evening to have like salsa dancing sometimes. People hanging out, having some beers. Yeah, yeah. Good, a bunch good of restaurants. To just- just hang out along the river. Really yeah. chill vibe over there. Really, yeah. really chill vibe. Uh, and the museum island itself. Um, I knew also knew one person who lived there in the island for a bit, which is wild. There's a small section in the bottom that there are actually apartments, but yeah. most of it, it's... Uh, museums. museums. Like, it's literally an island full of museums. Yeah. And, and they are amazing museums. Incredible museums. You have, you have museum. the Pergamon Museum, per- right? The Pergamon, yeah. And, and then there's the other two, right? There's the uh, also the Neues Museum. It's also like huge. The, the new museum. And the Alte National Gallery, so the old National Gallery, Plus, like, I think, like, 15 others. And uh, every once in a while, actually, last weekend, or this weekend, is the Tag der Offenen Tour, 
so days of the open door and you can buy one ticket for like 10, 15 euro and you can go to every single museum in the city for free. Including the ones on Museum Island. Museum Island. And, and again, right next to Museum Island, you literally just walk over the canal. There's also um, several other museums that are yeah. also worth like the, the Deutschist, uh, the History Museum as well. Um, that, 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 you know, that pink building that's there. Yeah. Um, that whole area. And I would say the big dome, I'd say worth it, you know, like totally uh, worth it. At least, at least go to one. I'm not saying you have to spend an entire day there, but like they have some great stuff, uh, on exhibition there. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, one of the museums, if you're which one has, I think one of the biggest, if you're, if you're a, uh, Egypt person, uh, one of the biggest, uh, ancient Egypt. Uh, exhibits in yeah. Europe, I think. They have the uh, the the bust of Nefertiti there, which True, is kind yeah. of which is disputed. You know, Egypt wants it back, such as which they pro- probably should get it back, but <laughs> probably. But but yeah, for for now, we still have it. And uh, but yeah, there's there's a, a lot of great stuff to see there. So I would say Museum Insel or Museum Island, worth it. Totally worth it. It's and it's just like also the buildings. It's like one of the few areas of the city where you're like, oh well, I'm in Europe now. Look at these European buildings. It's really pretty. Yeah, and and right on Museum Insel, across from those museums is the new Berlin Palace, which uh, there, there was a Berlin Prussian palace there um, until the end of World War II. The Russians destroyed it and they installed the uh, DDR parliament on top. And then, of course, when that went away, they destroyed that. And they have now fully re-erected the, yeah. the Berlin Palace. It looks beautiful. It's there. Does, um, in, in the same architect style as it was before. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a one-for-one one remake. Exactly. Except for one side, they made it modern, which is now called like the Humboldt Museum. So one, yeah. si- one side, it looks like the freaking Berlin or the, the FBI headquarters in D.C., like this blocky, flat, boring bullshit. Um, and then the rest of it's this beautiful palace anyways. But yeah, I, I can't tell you if that's worth it or not because it literally just got finished a few months ago. Yeah, it's I, brand I, new. I, I, have, I haven't visited it since it's been done. So, um, but it looks great. So it, it, it's elevated museum insul, I think. It looks nice. Yeah, yeah 100%. And, and something I had to mention too. So everything really we've talked about, uh, if you come to Berlin in September, I believe, uh, there's something called uh, the Festival of Lights. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of a walk down the last four or five places we've talked about. And they're all lit up with um, just giant projectors and artists make things. So it looks like, you know, it's just beautiful. But it's the whole city. Yeah. What do they call them? Those like three, there's like these 3D light projections that like they, they make like they they map the projections along the architecture of the building. So right. it looks like the building comes to life. It's, exactly. it's really cool. It, yeah, It's once a year and it, it's, a, it's a really nice day just to walk around and go to these tourist sites you usually don't really go to when you live here and uh, and just see the buildings in another light and people are, it's, it's a really, really cool, fun environment. And uh, I think that's in next like three or four weeks. Yeah. And, and th- that is cool. That's a nice night. You know, you get a hot cup of cocoa and walk down. You yeah. Know? Like, I mean, get actually, vine. it's been getting warmer and warmer each time it happens. But like, yeah, it's it, true, it, it yeah. used to be really cold. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you are here in that time, definitely check out the Festival of Lights. It's a really good time. Absolutely. Now, now that we, we continue walking west from Museum Insul, uh, we will hit, we'll be going down Unter den Linden, which, as I said, is one of the main avenues of Berlin, which a lot of tourists walk down because it has um, uh, it's a lot of amazing architecture. You know, it, it, it just, it, it feels very, um, what's the word, like grand, you know? Yeah, like, it does. It does. And um, yeah, I think, I think you hit yeah, nail on the head. It, it feels very grand and big and kind of imposing, but in a pretty way. Yeah. And a lot of beautiful old architecture. And along the center of the street is a pedestrian road with linden trees, which is why it's called Unter den Linden. Um, and that avenue 
leads to the end where you have the famous Brandenburger, Brandenburger Gate. Or Brandenburger Tor or Brandenburg Gate in yes. auf, auf English. And uh, if people do not know, that was the main, I think. Uh, oh, I think it's one of the 16 gates of Berlin, yeah, you know, like back when it was a walled, much smaller walled city. Yeah. Yeah. And so the, the historical significance there is enormous. Yeah, um, it's from like, I think it was built in like 1770s, quite a while ago. Yeah. yeah and it's, I, I actually saw this picture the other day, which kind of gave me goosebumps. And it was a comparison of Brandenburg Gate from uh the nazi times versus now mm. and so then you know how the swastika is going all the way down it right right and then it was a picture of it now during christmas time where they have a giant uh hanukkah or menorah in front oh, of it now yeah, yeah and it just giving goosebumps right now thinking about it like how far this country's come and how just significant that brandon Rattor really really is and you know that brandon Rattor has seen some shit yeah, absolutely. Which is there's a reason why it's a symbol of the city. And on either side of it, you've got like the French embassy, the U.S. embassy, not uh, the real embassy, the U.S. embassy. No, but yeah, like there are our like our showcase embassy. You know, um, it's also uh, right near the hotel uh, Amano. Is that what it's called Amano. No, no, you mean Adlon or the Adlon Hotel, Alden or Adlon, Adlon okay. Hotel, where uh, Michael Jackson hung his baby out of. So. There's that. You can. I'm sure they'll point you out which window that was. Pretty for, cool. For that. Yeah. Now. Is it worth going? Now, the Brandenburg Gate, it's its really nice to see, and it and it literally, like, steps away is Tiergarten, which is a central park. So I'd say it's a, it's nice to go check it out, walk through it, but you're, there's really not more than five minutes of worth, things worth to do there. Like, like the thing is, you're going to go there, and there's a thousand other tourists there taking their selfies, their pictures of it. You know, it's, it's pretty crowded, but I'd say it's worth seeing, but just, like, see it and then move on. You know what I mean? That's what I would say. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, unless you're a big history buff and you know you know a lot about, it, you want to find certain parts that I don't know to, to look at. But uh, I, I think it's a hundred percent worth. I think you have to go see it. It's it's really important. I think, and it is beautiful and it's very it's bigger than I thought it was when I first saw it. To be honest, yeah, it, I mean it's an impressive and and it's right next to Tier Garden and it's a sh- really one minute walk from the Reichstag, which is the the impressive German parliament building that yes. we've probably all seen on the, on the, the one with the, with the weird dome that people either love or hate right yeah yeah like 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 the the, the building is original but then they they uh put a modern dome on it they didn't they didn't need it doesn't have the original dome it's kind of like, like how in in paris they put the giant um uh pyramid glass pyramid uh, in yeah. front of the Louvre, and people like rioted uh but they did that there and to be honest i've walked by it a million times but i've never been inside I, yeah, I've never been inside the Reichstag as well, and I would, and I'll say since we've both never never done that, I would say that kind of says something about, I don't know if it's, I, I think it might be, it would be interesting to go, I would love to go sometime, but I don't know if it's necessarily worth spending several hours of your day. I know people who have gone, and they said it actually is really cool and totally worth it for them. Um, I don't know, I guess, I think it's more of a specific thing too, because it's like, it's the Bundestag, you know, it's politics and stuff like that, but it's an old building and pretty cool, and I don't know, it's it's... And again, it's in the same area. So like in like a, sh- a short hour, you could hit the Brandenburg Gate, the Reichstag, a little bit of Tiergarten because it's all right there. So I think I think it's all worth seeing all that. But I, I wouldn't necessarily spend too much time. So say if you only have five days in Berlin, I wouldn't go spend a whole day at the Reichstag. Yeah, that's know? fair. But in that area is not on our list, but I'm going to throw this a little in, I'm throw this in there right now. Oh, my. Uh, there's a place called uh, Futurum and it's this building. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not right th- near there, but yeah, it's like maybe 10 minute walk from there. Yeah. If that. Yeah. There. Uh, and it's like this weird thing. It's not a museum. It's not a gallery, but it's like 
things about the future using really weird technology that's very interactive and fun, whether you're an adult or you're a kid. It's, it's a lot of weird. I, I honestly cannot explain it. You'll just Google it and look it up or, or just go there. I've seen it, but but in a short stay in Berlin, is it going to be one of the top five places you go to? I don't know. So, so I'd say if you have a really long stay, in, if you save two weeks in Berlin, maybe. But Yeah, not, I mean, that's true. Not, 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 if, not, not part of the greatest hits of Berlin, I would no, you're, say. No, you're definitely yeah. right, but it is just weird. I had a good time in there once. Okay, so if you're in for the weird stuff, go to the, I think it's called the F- F- Futurium or something like that. I think it's Futurum. Futurum? No, Eum. Yeah. I, I could be wrong, though. And it's, I remember correctly, it's like a big black, shiny building. Uh, big windows. Yeah, like there's one S-Bahn train from Alexander Platz, you ride right by it. So yeah. like, I remember I saw it every day, but I know what you're talking about. But anyways, past Brandenburg Tor is Tiergarten, which you said, like the big central park. And um, that in that park is also the Ziegelsweiler. Right, with the victory column, which is um, uh, a column, I think it's celebrating the 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 victory in the Franco-Prussian War of the, the 1800s. Um, and it's, it's this beautiful column on top. You have this uh, golden angel. And like I said, you get amazing views of Tiergarten and all of Berlin there. And now, now, okay, it, it is. There's no elevator, so it's you're walking up that thing. So Ooh. it's it's. Um, I forget how tall it is, but it's like at least 100 it's, meters. It's so pretty it's, big. Um, so and, you, and, you gotta have the stomach for it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And Tiergarten itself is a really beautiful park. I mean, it's totally worth going through a walk, and especially in like uh, late summer, early autumn. It's gorgeous there. Yeah, I mean, go rent a bike. You, you could spend hours in Tiergarten, and there's some great, uh, as we mentioned in other episodes, there's some great. Um, uh, beer gardens there as well. Yeah, little ponds. Like you could be in there for hours, not even know you're in Berlin. It's it's uh it's gorgeous. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great way to escape the city and just to understand because I think we talked about this before. Berlin has a really big park culture, and we're really mm. proud of our park culture. I think here, and if you're a tourist for a um, a few days, I think it's definitely worth going to understand a bit of the Berlin park culture more. Yeah, and you use it for like un, like say it's like near lunchtime. Go in there, go for a walk. Stop at one of the beer gardens, get a, get a, get some food, you know, German food. So that way, two birds, one stone, you get a lunch, yeah. checking it out, you know, checking out this beautiful park for a few hours and move on to whatever else. Pretty sure there's like to. rose gardens in there. It's, it's, it's huge. It's absolutely enormous. Absolutely huge. You, you, you could walk around literally there for hours. So I, I, I would say definitely um, worth going to. Yeah. It's not, not, over, not overrated. It's beautiful. Yeah. 100%. Now in that area, now this whole area we've talked about this, the, the Mitte, which is the middle right through there, snaking through is the Spree River, you know, which is yes. the, the, I mean, every capital city has its river, right? And ours is the Spree. Now there, there are some, something very touristy about the Spree, which is the Spree boat tours, which yeah. you see going up and down the Spree, showing you a lot of these buildings that we're talking about. Have you been on one? And do you think it's worth it? I haven't been on like an official tourist boat tour, but we had a work event where um, they just took us on one of these boats and went, kind of went you know, down to Spree. I, you know, it's, it's kind of cool because you're getting a view of Berlin from a totally different perspective. And like being on a boat is just cool. And you, and you do hit a lot of landmarks along the Spree. Yeah, like all of them. In like an hour, you can see everything. You can see the Reichstag. You can see this. You can see that. You're like, you like know. It's up to you. Do you want to be like a tourist on a boat? And maybe some people aren't down for that. Then maybe it's not for you. But uh, I always say when you're traveling, you're a tourist anyways. If you want to do some tourist shit, just do it, you know, enjoy yourself. Um, no one cares about you, so it doesn't matter, you know. I, and I'd almost say if, if you have limited time, the boat tour is maybe even more valuable because you do see a lot in a short time. And you're in a boat. And you're in a boat. So you're out in fresh air. At least you're not in a bus. So you're out in fresh air. You're on the water. And then you can you can get off the boat wherever you want, get some di- get some lunch, get some dinner or whatever. So I think it's a quick way to see some stuff. And from that fresh river perspective, which is always 
fun to be out in the open air and some, some sun, right? So. Absolutely. And they also have at night, if it's that, like party boat tours too. So if you want to party on a boat through the spring, you can do that too. So I would say uh, it's probably worth it. Yeah. You know, speaking of, of party boats, let's talk a little bit about what in the nightlife of Berlin is worth it or not worth it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want to do a little bit of a disclaimer here as well. So these uh, tourist attractions, so some people would be like, you're not missing all the really good places. Uh, these are ones that we looked up on like websites that said like top things to see in Berlin. And we're kind of taking everything that we found on these websites and putting it here right now uh, and give our opinions on it. Yeah, yeah. We're specifically talking about the the the, the locations that, that everyone always mentions because we want to let you guys know, well, are they mentioned because they're worth it or just because, you know, they're exactly. over the So that's why we're like, of course, there are much cooler areas, but that's what we're, but that's not what this is about. This is about. Okay, here's the standard stuff. Is it worth it? Is it not? Exactly. So, I mean. So, I just put a little disclaimer there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anybody who's angry about that probably stopped listening half an no, hour ago. I probably ago, just so. at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, probably. But maybe you can cut that in there later. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't have the energy. Anyways. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Um, so, this is the nightlife section that we found on some websites, the places to go. And uh, that was, one was Strasse. I mean, everyone, like, and, and oddly enough, if I bump into tourists and I'm like, hey, where should I go? I, I kind of, like for nightlife, I, I, first thing I pops in my head, I was like, hey, I just go to Warschauer Strasse because it's, it's a street slash section that just, it's just, it's just a million bars and clubs. So like, I just feel like you can't go wrong because, you know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, it, it is true from like Warschauer, it's like Frankfurt, Atoa-ish, uh, there's a lot, that whole area of Friedrichshain has a lot of bars and small clubs. Um, Vashaw just got like made brand new over the past five, six years. Yeah, they've really cleaned it up. And it used like, to be a dump, but I liked yeah. it that way. But now it's you know they put like a mall there and uh, Mercedes Benz Platz and. But but all the bars and clubs are still there though. So like don't worry. Yeah, so this place called R A V Galenda, R A W Galenda, which is like kind of an old train depot. So you kind of you walk down from the street into it and how many 10 10 clubs and bars there probably yeah, it, it, that's a really cool spot. I, I do recommend that even as a local you living here, I go there, there sometimes. Yeah. It, it, that place is really fun. Now, another place right near there is called Zimandachstrasse. Five-minute walk, maybe, yeah. Five-minute walk. Uh, it's another area with a lot of um, bars, and it's pretty touristy, but there actually are a lot of really cool bars around there, so I wouldn't say don't go. I would, I would still say for tourists, yeah, go. Some, what, I'm not going to tell you where to go instead right now because those are my areas I don't want tourists to go to. <laughs> you can you can hit us up on the DMs. I'll let you know where. Now, now the, the Warschau Strasse slash Arevigelinde versus Zeman Dockstrasse, there's definitely a difference in terms of the type of outing Vibes. you're looking for. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm trying to describe it. Can you help me with that? So like the difference in- is very, it's very like typical Berlin. It's dirty, it's, it's grimy. It's, it's, literally, it's, it's literally very raw. Right. Uh, Zeman Dach has more like established like bars and like Spady play, uh, Spadies and Dönerladens and restaurants. And so it's kind of, kind of more that typical like yeah. European nightlife. The kind of bar you walk in and you know like the wall is like exposed brick and you know, and, and you got the, the nice fancy cocktails and stuff. Whereas RV Galinda, it's like, yeah, it's like an old train depot and right. you know, things are more rough and unpolished and you know, you get yourself a beer there, you know, like it's grimy or, and yeah. there's, there's some clubs there and, uh, it, and there's also concert venues. There's also a skate park an indoor skate park there. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a brewery in the whole, it's a, it's a really cool spot. Uh, and Zimandach, yeah, I mean, Exposed Brick, they also have some some dive bars and stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, it just kind of depends what vibe you want. Now, if you're a tourist, I would recommend both those places. Um, you would, okay. I don't go yeah. there super often because I have my own areas to go to, but every once in a while, I'll pop down over there. It's, it's a good time. 
I mean, yeah. Like, again, since if you're a tourist, you have limited time. And if you go to the Warsaw Strasse, RFD Galinda, again, you, you throw a stone, you're going to hit a bar, you're going to hit a club. And that, that's why I say you have to go because it's just easy. You can, you don't like a place, you walk next door. Like there's so many options. You could spend, exactly. you spend your whole night there and it's just easy as a tourist to not have to like uh, take a train half an hour across Berlin to here and half an hour. Like there you can just stay, walk around. Eventually you'll find something that's your vibe. Exactly. Uh, now, another nightlife thing is, of course, the uh, the the white whale of Berkheim. I say Ber- like like this section. Let's talk about Berkheim, but there's also the other. There's like a uh, Watergate, like the and yeah. uh, and these Trezor. Other, yeah, Trezor. There's like the the top five big clubs that people. Um, Zizifus. Uh, Zizifus. Yeah. Those kinds of clubs that people who club they go to. Like right. they, they, like some people are they're coming to Berlin to go to these clubs. Exactly. So, so let's talk about if those are worth it or not. Uh, I, I mean. You have to understand the type of clubbing in Berlin is very, very different than the type of clubbing almost anywhere else I've been to in the world. Mm. Um, you're not, you're not, you know, you're not wearing, we, we've talked about this before, but you're not wearing a suit. You're not getting on your, your, your best, you know, Saturday jeans and whatever. What? Your best Saturday jeans? Do you want have good Saturday jeans? The, no. You have Saturday jeans? I, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's another thing. I don't know. No, I don't you, don't, so. you, don't, you don't put on your nice slacks. And your dresses and high heels. Saturday jeans. Uh, you're, you, maybe you are wearing your Saturday jeans. Uh, they're they're also very grimy and very. Um, a lot of them are sex clubs. Uh, you don't or, have to have sex. Have no sec- pressure. No, yeah, they just have a sexual element. Like they're not for the faint of heart. Like, right. And that makes it sound like. I mean, anybody can go. And the thing is, they they try. They are really about the safety and the comfort of their guests. Yes. So, so you will not go and be accosted or feel like, like no. they, they want you to feel safe, but there, there will be things happening around you that maybe are a little intense for you, but you do not have to participate. Yeah. Like you're not pressured. Like you can, you, you can just go and experience it. Um, but, but it's more for the people I think who do want to experience it because, um, that's it's an experience. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Only if you like, you know, hard Berlin techno, uh, are they right. worth it? Yes and no. I'm going to say yes because the clubs are incredible, but no because you're a tourist, you might not get in and you might be spending two, three hours in line to not get in and that would suck. True. Uh, th- th- here's the problem. with these. Some A lot of these clubs are racist in the sense that like, if they realize you're a tourist, they'll probably would not let you in. If, if you're not speaking German, they probably right. would not let you in. So, if you don't, so if you're not you speaking German, waste time in line. Yeah. If you're, if you're in a big group of more than like three to four people, if you're not speaking German, if you don't know who's playing that night, the DJ who's playing, if you're too drunk, if you're not dressed right, there, there's a lot of criteria. So you could waste your valuable time. You could be wasting a lot of valuable time. But if you're dead set on doing it, then like go to some, you know, go on Reddit, look up some blogs, look up like the best things to do to get into these clubs. And then when you go, you will not be disappointed. You're going to have the time of your life. Yeah. Here, I'll, I'll do, here's two different sections. If you are a clubber, you're a nightlife kind of person, you like that stuff. And you like techno and dancing. And you, and you like techno and you like dancing and you you like being out till 5 a.m. I would say absolutely try to get in one of these clubs because it'll be worth it. If you're a standard tourist who you like a night out, you like having a beer with friends, whatever, but clubbing, techno, being out till 6 a.m. is not really that important to you, I would say th- these clubs are a no for you because yeah. it, it'll be a waste of your time and there are a million and one other places in Berlin with no line, no dress policy. They can go in and have an amazing time and yeah. drink, drink the same beer and have just as good a time. I, so. I would recommend almost a, uh, I would recommend for those people, uh, a dance bar like uh, Mein Haus am Z or, or, um, 
or uh, Mushi Obamaya or something like there that. There are dime a dozen. There's a lot of great it's a, ones. It's yeah. a bar, but it's also you can dance as well. It's kind of like these in-between clubs and bars, and they're also a lot, a lot of fun as well. Yeah, and again, they're not huge lines. They're not, they don't care if you speak English instead of German or whatever. So I would say if, yeah, techno slash clubbing is not so important to you, do not waste your time. Yeah, so. exactly. And we have um, just around, now it's called Around Berlin, and there's a bunch here. We're going to go through them fairly quickly because we're running out of time now. But yeah, the first one, Eastside Gallery or Oberbaumbrücke. Now, what is the Eastside Gallery? The Eastside Gallery is the old wall that was all has now all graffiti and spray paint and art and yeah, I, th- I think it's the longest section of the Berlin Wall that still right. exists. There's actually not that much left of it in Berlin. There are sections you can find in other places, but it's the but, longest. Yeah, yeah I think everyone goes I think to. it's a good uh, mile long. You know, it's like two miles. It's a it's, it's, it's pretty, long. It's, pretty it, decent, it's yeah. right near Warschauerstrasse, um, and it has a lot of. Basically, when the wall came down, all these famous Berlin artists came and they each painted a section like these these portraits. And a lot of them are are about their feelings about the wall or about the political climate at the time. And so a lot of these images, especially the one uh, there's one image of the these Russian leaders kissing. That's right. very famous. Um, so it's called the East Side Gallery Gallery because it is this outdoor basically gallery of paintings on the Berlin Wall. Right. Um, you know, and it's and it's uh, what where is that? Roughly, you'd say. I'd say um, uh, we were just talking about um, Warschauerstrasse. Yeah, it's it's right past Warschauerstrasse yeah, right, but- towards like Cheptower. Uh, is it worth it? 100%. If you're in Berlin, you're not going to Eastside Gallery. I don't know what you're doing in Berlin. You have to go see the Eastside Gallery. Because you got, a, you it's got, huge. You, you got to see a section of the Berlin Wall because it's such an integral part of Berlin history. Right. It has a lot of interesting paintings. Now, it, it's not going to take a lot of it's, it's In like 45 minutes, you can walk the whole thing and see. Yeah. It, but I would say walk, walk it. And at the Oberbraunbrücke, which is a famous bridge that goes across the Spree. Going from east to west, I believe. Yeah, and then go on the sh- on the on that bridge. Amazing views of Berlin and the water. You know, grab a drink, go sit on the river on the river there and yeah, just have a, nice, have a nice little break, you know. Absolutely worth it, yeah. So, Eastside Gallery, Oberbraunbrücke. Yes. Thumbs up. Next is Kudam or Kufistadam. Kudam. Uh, it's a huge shopping street in, it, in, it, it in the west. It was famous in the, in the west Berlin, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and it still is pretty famous, and it's just it's just it's pretty much just a big shopping street with some really beautiful Very buildings, high end places. Yeah. Now, if you like high end places, you want to go shopping, it's worth it. If you don't care about that, it's not worth like it. I've been there like twice. I don't care about that area. Like, there's the KDV, which is like this famous. It's kind of like uh, what's that one in London? Harrods or Harolds? Harrods? Uh, no idea. Um, it's a department it, store. Yeah, yeah, but but it's like it's like the nicest, most expensive one you'll probably go to uh, yeah. in Berlin. And it's famous for that. It's famous, yeah, like and food section and stuff. The area around Kudam is great. It's right near the Berlin Zoo. It's right near that one church that's like the roof is blown off. Yeah, uh, it's nice for a walk. Now, do you have to go there? I would say not. If you've got five days, you don't, you don't have to squeeze it in because it's literally, literally no. just going around and it's just it's a nice shop. It's a nice area, but it's not it's not it's yeah. not necessary. Unless you're trying to go hide and shopping, then I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no as well. All right, next, uh, Teufelsberg. Teufelsberg, which means uh, Devil's Mountain. Uh, it's, it's a little bit on the outskirts of uh, Berlin. Um, so uh, you'd have to be willing to do a little bit of a, a, of trek. a, of a trek. Not not a huge trek, but you know, you're going outside of Berlin. A bike, is, a bike is helpful when going there. Yeah, you have to get off a tr- on a train and either walk or bike for like half an hour or an hour, right? Now, what this is, is it was an old American, right? Yeah. Yeah, an old American CIA spy building. Yeah, like like it was uh, there were listening devices. They they were like uh, intercepting all the 
Soviet transmissions, etc. You know, like yeah. and decoding them there. Um, and but it's, it's abandoned now, right? It's abandoned now, but uh, you can't just go. You have to pay some money to go inside. Now, last time I went, you go in, like in all the buildings, see everything, and it was really, really cool. And there's a lot of really cool street art inside the buildings as well. But I heard nowadays, because of like fire codes or whatever, you're not allowed to go inside anymore. You can just see it from the outside. Yeah, I, I would say I would say not worth it. But I haven't. I don't. Based on last time I was there, which was just before the pandemic, so about two years ago, I went with my dad. Okay, we went. You you paid the same entrance fee, but because everything was not up to fire code, we couldn't go into the listening towers and stuff. The former oh, listening towers, shame. and so like there's all these buildings you could not enter. And so you went in, you kind of walked around, there was nothing. And so based off of that, if, if the situation is the same, I don't know, maybe it's improved since then. If the situation is the same, I would say it's not worth it. So check their website first to see if it's worth it. Um, I would say next to it, more worth it is um, Drachenberg. Uh, Drachenberg, yeah. yeah. Which you can go and just get an amazing view of Berlin. It's another little hill mountain and you get an amazing view of the spy uh, center right next to you. So, and it's free. So I would say True. Drachenberg is more worth it. But again, are either it depends on the type of tourist if you have the time to do it then yes See, but if not skip it yeah i would say even from the outside it's still worth it just because the historic it's just super just but, super but, fucking but cool stay outside the fence it's not it's not worth paying the 10 euro to, to not to see nothing so I, i'd say fair. just stand outside the fence watch see from there for free but yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it, it's, it's it's pretty cool i mean it's an old cia spy building like come on what's cool than that it's cool but as we mentioned in other uh, episodes if you're into urbexing there are better locations you can go that are free and not full of tourists, but and that, also illegal. That's a whole other thing. Right. But if yeah. you're into that, there are better options. So yeah. Okay. Uh, next. Next, we have Mawa Park, which means wall park. Now, uh, it's uh, not too far from where I live. Now, what is it famous for? It used to be one of the old death strips where the Berlin Wall. Used, that's why it's called the Wall Park. Now it's famous for every Sunday having this huge uh, flea market. Flea market. And also, it's just a meeting spot on the weekends where people will play. There's like 20 people playing live music. Yeah, when we say flea market, it's not just like a flea market. Like it's a huge, full on. It's 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 it's, it's a flea market that fam- Berlin is famous for. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a huge flea market. There's also like bars and restaurants and and people selling like old crap, but also like professional vendors selling their stuff as well. There's uh, people busking music. These drummers are there every Sunday playing. And one of the coolest things is Bear Pit Karaoke, which is that they have a little tiny amphitheater outside. If it's like, I don't know, 300 people, if that, 200 yeah. people. And uh, random people can go and sing a song for all these people outside. And it's it's just like super chill, awesome vibes. The playground there as well. Uh, it's tourists like, it's go a guy there. This guy on his bike, he brings the speakers and everything every Sunday. Yeah. He organizes it and he sets it up. And yeah, you can just, yeah, go sing your heart out and exactly. Um, there, there, there's tourists there. There's people who live in Berlin there. It's, it's, it's super, yeah, super yeah. cool. I would say a lot. You're not going to be only to, like, like a lot of the people there are Berliners that just they go hang out there on yeah. the weekends, you know. But I would say it's focusing on the flea market. I would say not worth it, and this is why because it used ten years ago it was worth it, but over the years the amount of like cool original Berlin stuff has gone away. And now like more than half of the booths are companies selling their, you know, like not handmade stuff, like stuff, like, you know, like cell phone cases and bullshit like that. So it, it's become very commercialized. Um, See, I, I disagree a bit. Cause there's still a lot of really cool, like there's a lot of artists are selling their stuff there. But very few, And a like, lot of it's like Berlin companies selling their own things. But it's, but it's, it's not, but it's like phone it's cases. Not the, yeah. No, but it's, it's not like, that bad. No, but it is. I don't know if you've been there lately, but it is, I would say my opinion, 
And there are so many other flea markets in Berlin that are actually flea markets where it's actually used stuff and you can find cool East Germany plates and like, you know, like actual old, like, like near Mauer Park, it's a place called Arcona Platz. Yeah. On the same Sunday, That's good flea market. it has a flea market. And there you find so much more original, cool stuff. It's just for me, Mauer Park has become so commercial and it's just, it's, yeah, it's like cell phone cases and, and stuff that's not handmade anymore. And it's just like, it's not, it's not as cool as it used to be for me. Like it, it's become very organized. I don't know. It's like, um, for me, I would say no, but Alex would say yes. Uh, yeah, so, I disagree. Yeah. At the end, they also have like the whole old junk area where you can find some kind of some fun things there um, but, but there the prices are not but the price but they're, they're, they're not they're not flea market prices anymore yeah, you, like, really, you really have to negotiate yeah, hard yeah like you go like, there I, and you find a used t-shirt and there's like 20 bucks like i could go buy like, this i at, found uh, i found a little vase last time and the guy's like 20 and i was like no way yeah, yeah so the, the, and, I, and then i went 10 and we settled i think like 13 so everything there is i would say there's so many other flea markets in berlin that are actually flea markets where they sell things at used prices but mauer park in itself worth it Mm, I'd say in between. If, if, if you got limited time, I wouldn't necessarily go waste a bunch of time there. Like uh, I would say, but, if you have limited time, you it's a must see. Okay, so uh, on a Sunday. All right, so we're we're yeah. different on that, but yeah, just because I never seen anything with that type of vibes. Um, also, it depends on the kind of person. Some people would not do well in Mauer Park. Like it's not really their jam to go sit and see a bunch of people busking and playing on drums. But there's some people it's the be- best thing in the world. So I don't know. It's yeah, best, true. You know. Okay, um, we 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 got we got to get through. So the next one is Checkpoint Charlie. Now Checkpoint Charlie. Now Checkpoint Charlie. So like this is in in the Mitte area, right? Like, sure. And it, it's basically it's 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 an old military checkpoint that used to exist when the Berlin Wall was up, and it became famous for a lot of confrontations between American soldiers and Soviet soldiers. A, a lot of important things happened at this checkpoint. It's, it was Nick, it was named Ch- Checkpoint Charlie. And there's a, a Berlin Wall Museum next door. The The Checkpoint Charlie that is there is not the real one. It, right. Like the real one, there's a museum somewhere in the outskirts of Berlin that actually has the real one. So this is a re- reproduction a replica. replica of it. And there's guys who they dress as old Soviet guards. And you can take pictures of them with, with them for like 10 euro. Um, it kind of sucks. Su- super touristy. <laughs> it kind of sucks. I would it say. Sucks. I would say honestly, skip it. Skip it. Skip it. Just skip. There's not, un- not much else to say. Like about the it. sign that says you're now leaving the American sector. People, it's it's not that cool. It's just it's it, skip it. It's not worth it. Again, there's other cool Berlin Wall stuff along, around Berlin that you can go see. So I would say do not waste your time at Checkmark Charlie. It's way, it's way, way, way too touristy. It's not. It's not fun. And there's again, not a lot to see. You go there, and then there's the there's the replica of the, the, the little booth. Yeah, and it's, it's like, stupid. and then that's it, and then you're, and then, you're, and then you're stuck there, and you're far from everything else, and it's like, yeah, it's uh, it sucks. Yeah, moving on, moving on. <laughs> uh, Schlottenburg Palace. So Schlottenburg is a beautiful area in Berlin, in west, very west, very Berlin. west. Um, but yeah, it's an area that was uh, not really touched by the war, so you're gonna see a lot of really original Altbau, cool old uh, buildings, Berlin architecture. Yeah, now, Schlottenburg Palace or Schloss Schlottenburg, I say, say German. It's a beautiful palace in uh, Schlottenburg. Now, um, hmm, I don't know, is that worth it or not? Like, I I've mean, never been inside. I, I've been there for the Christmas markets there, right? Yeah, also really cool. And the Christmas market there is incredible. Uh, more of a high class Christmas market, but it's fantastic. But is it worth just going to see the the Schloss? I don't know. Um, I would say okay if you end up in West Berlin in Schlottenburg. Go to the palace. But I, I wouldn't maybe, say maybe go a, all the way there. Maybe they make, trying to make a day out of it. Do, I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. But but if you're into like uh, that, like romanticism of the old kind of Prussian ways and the palaces and all that. Then yeah, for sure. It's worth it because the other kind of palaces you're going to see are all in Potsdam, which is a 
like a half an hour away from Berlin. Yeah. So that, that's a nice way to see a nice, beautiful palace in the palace grounds in Berlin. And it's say. huge. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But I would say like, yeah. if you're not going to West Berlin for anything else, I don't know. It's iffy whether it's worth it to you or not. Yeah, exactly. Uh, how about Gendarmenmarkt? Uh, oh, Gendarmenmarkt. Yeah, that's like, so that's also in Mitte, right in the city center-ish, physically. Yeah. Um, it, now, what is Gendarmenmarkt? It's kind of basically just like a beautiful, I think it's like, Berlin has a lot of areas that are mm, not what you say class. What's in your mind is a classic European look. No. But Gendarmenmarkt is that because you go and it's this big plot, this big square that has two or three, two, 300 year old churches. And it's just, and, and there is a lot of like cafe seating where you can, and it, it's, it is a very, if you want that classic European vibe, I think that's like the place you're going to get it in Berlin sure. probably. Right. So yeah. I, I would, if you, yeah, go go ahead. Who cares? Whatever. If you're in the area, stop stop by for a little bit. But is it like I gotta go there? I would say no. But yeah. if you're if you're you know you're on your way somewhere else, yeah, stop by. Yeah, know, but, but but don't like. Oh, we gotta like spend pencil time in for that. Like, I don't, right. you know, it's it's just a nice little area to work at. There's not that much more to it. The next is the Holocaust Memorial, also known as the Memorial for the Murdered Jews. It's literally right next to the Brandenburg Gate. So if you visit the Brandenburg Gate, which you probably will, you're going to see this. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's huge. And it's uh, the architect was a New York Jew who made it, what, back in the 90s, I think, or 2000s? I think it was like, I want to say like two, early 2000s, I want to say. And uh, it, it, looks, it looks like... It's a, it's a field of basically... Squares. Of like stone squares of like, but varying sizes from five feet tall to... 15 feet tall. Exactly. Like, yeah. and, and you go in it and you kind of get lost and it's, it's very drafty and windy and it's kind of uncomfortable when you're inside. Which I think is the point. That it which feels, is the feels, whole point. It feels oppressive, right? And underneath it, there's actually a really fantastic um, uh, museum underneath as well about the Holocaust and the Jews who lost their lives. So I would say it's 100% worth it. But I will say if you are going to this Please do not stand on top of them and it's not take, a playground. Yeah, and take selfies. And it's not a playground. It's it's a place that you have to respect. And yeah, it gets very frustrating when I see tourists there jumping around, screaming. It's it's super disrespectful. And there are security guards there. And if they see you on the blocks, they will get you off the blocks. So yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a it's a it's, a, it's, a, it's again it's this huge oppressive field of these huge blocks. And it's it, it is a place where you go and it's to, to remind you of. Yeah, Berlin is this great, beautiful, open, liberal place now, but not so back in the day, you know, like not and, that long ago. Yeah. And, and and it's literally built right on top of where uh, Hitler's Reich uh, chancellery was, where his, uh, you know, his his offices were and where his bunker was. It's like built right on top of that of that space, um, of course, to make a point. Yeah. So, I mean, it's and again, like. You're going to be in that area anyways. You're going to see it. I would say go take some time, look around. If you have time, go check out the museum. It's absolutely yeah. worth re re just reminding yourself that Berlin, where it's a center of like art and everything now, it was once the center of hate. So it's, right. you know, it's like, it's important to just drink that in for a little bit. It know? is one of those things that, you know, it's oversaid that phrase, but it's something you can never forget. And uh, the Holocaust, I mean, something we, we can never forget as society. Of people, so I think it's important to take them take some time, uh, maybe early in the morning when you, or maybe maybe in the afternoon. I don't know. Maybe in a day where like <laughs> what? I'm just maybe in the like, morning, maybe the evening. It's, it's not it's not maybe a very a happy place. Time. It's a depressing place right. to go to, obviously. So don't you know go partying and then go there. You know, maybe go early in the morning. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't have go some there lunch, drunk. digest a little bit, and then you can know have the rest of your day. 
Um, but again, yeah. it's not somewhere you're going to spend hours. You're going to probably be there maybe 10 minutes. If you don't go to the museum, you'll probably just, you know. Yeah, 10, 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now we have two more real quick around Germany. Because, and we have to mention these because these are big things that people go to. We, we could talk all day about, and maybe we'll do a whole episode just about German yeah. Like around Germany. But these are some very big things that we have to mention. Super yeah. quick. Yeah. Neuschwanstein, this giant castle that was uh, the Disney castle that the we all know. The Disney castle, right? now was it, based off this castle. I want to say, what is it? Hour and a half outside of Munich? An hour outside uh, of so, Munich? Yeah, something like that. that by, by train now. Yeah. And again, go. I will, will, I, in, the, in our extras page, I'll put a picture of it. And once you see it, you'll know exactly you'll what know we're what talking about. It, it, like, it, it is one of, if not the most famous German castle because Which, of the, how... Beautiful it is, like, I mean, because it is gorgeous, like, and it's on this mountaintop. And but the, the yeah. thing is about it is that, like, it's historically super duper in, insignificant. Like a crazy king built it, but they built it to be really, really beautiful, but not that, um, to make it look like it was built way earlier than it actually was. Yeah, yeah, it, it was built in the 1800s, or I think early 1800s, so it is still old, but it's, yeah. it's built in a style to make it look like it's from, you know, like 14, whatever, you know, but. For me, it doesn't matter. It is a this beautiful. It is beautiful, and it's this. It's like it's on the. It's in the Alps. I mean, it's gorgeous, and so there's a reason why people yeah. go there, you know. But um, is it worth it? Let's let's dive in. Um, I would say if you're like I had them road trip through the Alps. That was one of the first places we stopped, and it was pretty worth it. I mean, I took some cool photos, but you know, you see it from really far over this really cool bridge, actually, which is kind of an experience in itself. Mm. Um, but I know that Germany has a lot of other castles that are better and more historically significant and older and cooler. Um, maybe not visually cooler if if you're into that style. Like, yeah, maybe yeah. not. So I don't know. I, I, I think if you're going through the Alps anyways, go check it out. But I wouldn't make a trip based around that at all because it's not that crazy. Like you, you'd yeah. be there for a day and that's kind of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well said. Like, I mean, because what happens is a lot of people, they go to Munich and then you take you take a day trip from Munich to go see it, which I did once uh, when I was living in Munich. My mom came and we took a day trip to go see it. It's beautiful, but it's kind of like an Instagram thing. You go and you take a beautiful picture of it, right? And, you know, and you could, and we went inside. You took a you know, nice, interesting tour, you know, going on. But um, I would say in the grand scheme of things, yeah, you got like five days in Munich. Don't waste a whole day going there because, again, it will will take you an hour, hour and a half by train to get there and hour and a half to get back. And... And you're, bumped, you're shoulder to shoulder with like a million other tourists. Yeah, and like you said, it's not really that historically significant. It looks great, um, but it, I would say it's not worth taking a whole day out of. I would say use that time to be uh, less in a rush in Munich and and spend more time there. You know what I mean? But but yeah, yeah. If if you're in the Alps already and you're already there, great. But I, or if you're like yeah. if you're really into castles, like if you really want to see a castle, then yeah, it's totally worth seeing. But if you're like, man, castles are kind of cool, then don't. Because yeah. it is cool, but it's not. I don't know. But, but I would say it's, it's, it's not an experience. No, no. It's. It's. I'll just flat out say it's. It's. It's not. If you're going to Munich and you only have a limited time, it's not worth wasting time going to go see it. Okay, if, fair. If you, if you have a bunch of time, great. If you're already in the Alps, great. If because every photo you get, you can get the only photo you can get from it is from that bridge, which you you can go get other ones online that'll look better than the one so you take. <laughs> every photo on, that you see from it is the same exact photo. Like I tried. When I was taking photos, if I tried getting something, I couldn't. It's the same photos everyone else took. Yeah. It, it is what it is. Because it, it, there is that one spot that you just get the perfect view of it. And, and that's it. There's it like looks, nowhere else. Yeah. yeah. I so, tried finding spaces. There's nowhere else. Yeah. yeah. So so I think we both say not, not, not really worth it. Yeah. And then the last one, of course, Oktoberfest. <laughs> Which isn't really a... I mean, it is a location, but we're talking about like an experience, a festival, yeah. a two-week uh, deal. So we, Oktoberfest. Now everyone hears... 
got to go to Oktoberfest. So like, is that true? Now, um, it depends on which bunny you have. I mean, and who you are and what you're into, yeah. I would say. If you, I mean, if you're going to Oktoberfest, you're probably staying a weekend in Munich. Now you have to book like a year ahead of time. You have to book a table, uh, unless you want to risk and try to find your own table, which can be difficult. And it, this is going to cost you, the hotel and the table alone is going to cost you like a good 1,500 euro. Yeah, now, now and I've been to Oktoberfest uh, a lot and I've never once booked a table and ended up at tables all the time and was fine. So like, Maybe cause I went yeah. when, I went when it was raining. So I was kind of, you screwed. also went for literally like half a day. Yeah. It was a whole day, the whole day, but, but, but you, <laughs> you arrived and left the same day. Yeah. yeah flew in, flew yeah. in and flew out. Yeah. Whereas like I had more day, I had like multiple days there and multiple days on multiple occasions. Like I've been to like three or four. True, yeah, that's true. And so we're able to like wake up early, get there, you know, to a table early and, and check out different tents and, yeah. see, and see which one was more of our vibe. Now, uh, it depends. Now, I, I would one thing I will say is that like maybe some people skip Oktoberfest because they think it's just where people go just to get drunk and wasted and be crazy. Not true. Like up until like a certain hour of the day, like it's actually considered like fa- there's actually have that they have a family time, a family zone where it's like things. It's like to go fair. It's like up until one p.m. or so. I, I, I don't quote me on this, but there there is a section of time each day where that's family this zone, and it just means like it's quieter. Uh, you go for a lunch and just have like two beers. You're not having 50, you know, you have two beers. Like, like there, there is a way to go and enjoy Oktoberfest and not get wasted and to have a good time. And you know, like, but if you want to get wasted and have a good time, it's also a perfect space for that. True. Exactly. <laughs> so so, so it, it depends. Like, yeah. I mean, should you fly from the States to just go to Oktoberfest? Like if you're really into partying, yeah. But if you're not, then I would say go visit uh, Munich and just yeah. have it included in your go once while you're 100%. there. Hundred percent. But I, I think if you're in Germany around around September, because uh, Oktoberfest is in September, uh, go. It's it, I think it's something. It's a, it's a it's a really fun time, and it's just like it's one of those things that I feel like are just super weird. It's a very weird thing. I mean, it's it's fun. You have, you have I mean, you have Germans, and each time they're playing music, everyone is just is is super elated and positive. And again, you can go as easy or as hard as you want. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like. And the thing is actually like all the tents have tons of security officers. If you even, they even suspect you're about to throw up, you are ejected. So like, <laughs> so like they, they keep the tents actually pretty, uh, mild. Like they don't let you go crazy in there. You know what I mean? Like, like, I mean, you of course you can have a good time and dance on tables and everything, but like, yeah. but like if they see you're getting drunk or you're getting like rowdy, sloppy and rowdy, rowdy or throwing up, you're gone. So now, like if, the, sorry, so if you want to, um, be brave and stand on a table to chug a beer, well, I'd say good luck. Yeah. It, well, if, if you're not afraid of people laughing at you because you don't do it, then go for it. But, but if like, you do it, you are the king of Oktoberfest. Yeah. Is it worth it though? I, I've seen plenty of guy who like 19 year old who got up and didn't do it and just like booze and people throw food at you. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. It's all in jest, but yeah. it's funny. But I didn't see one guy try to do it. He couldn't do it. And like five minutes later, this little tiny woman did it. Yeah, she yeah. stood up and she chugged the whole thing and she had like the whole tent yeah, yeah. was like rowdy it was absolutely yeah I've, I've seen i saw a 70 year old german woman do it like as if it was nothing like she's Legend. had a glass of water so um but yeah. but yeah should you go i mean again it depends on your situation um you got to plan early but again i think it, it offers a little something for everybody and also don't forget it also includes there's like there's roller coasters they're like true like you don't even have to go into the tents i mean like there is a it's a huge festival like i mean you know so but i'm gonna say yes 
Oktoberfest, man. Come yeah, on. Yeah, if no, if you're in Germany during that time, you kind of have to go because it it's to like go. a German institution. It, it is an experience to say, you, say you've been there. Remember, yeah. it's in Munich. You can go to Oktoberfest all around the country, but it's not real Oktoberfest. Yeah. Real Oktoberfest is in Munich. It's the one place in Munich. There are fake ones in Berlin, etc. But it's still it, fun, but yeah, not the fun. same. It's not the same thing. Okay, uh, but that's a good place to wrap it. up. I think we have to. We're yeah. we're it's late, man. Yeah, gonna go go to bed. Um, but before we go to bed, let's talk about this Bendriach. Bendriach, give me a little splashy. Please keep it a little. A little? Yeah. There you go. Okay. Oh, my Lord. Lil. Um, again, this is Benriach, the original 10, uh, single malt scotch whiskey, three cast mature, 10 years. Oh, my. Cheers. Mm. I really like it. It's got a nice sweet flavor. It's super. I can super taste smooth. that fruitiness. I, I'm yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's 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 got its flavors. It's it's there. It like it's got it, a lot of flavor. It's got a lot of flavor. Like it's not it's not your standard uh, scotch. There's a lot going on. You understand? Like I think this was. 31. I mean, they're not, they're not kidding. There is a trace of smoke, like very little of a there trace is. of smokiness. But yeah, it's like I think this was like thirty-one euro, twenty-eight euro, something like that. So for the price, it's it's it tastes way better than it should. Quite good, I think. So uh, I would say it's shelf worthy, first of all. And I'm gonna give it a eight point two. I'm just gonna give it a round eight point zero. Nice. Just an eight. It's just, it's just good and it's cheap. It's good stuff. And um, I enjoy it. And I, and it's there. Like I know it's there. It's yeah. Not, not just like standard whiskey. It's which not like, we're like, yeah, this is fine. Like, but yeah, it's like like ooh, it's, it's got a little something yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But uh, that's it, everybody. I hope this helped if you're traveling to Berlin anytime soon, which hopefully some of you are. It's a great city. Yeah. And um, yeah. Have a lovely evening. I'm happy we're back. See you on episode 117 next week. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. We're not going to do taking a day off every week. We're not. Yeah, yeah. See you next week. Until maybe we maybe well, schedule. I mean, I, I don't know what our stomachs are going to do, actually. So I, I, I can't promise anything, but, you know. But, uh, yeah, everyone, please uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay thirsty. Booyah. <laughs> Booyah. Booyah.